Hi everyone, Daniel Hand here from Anonymous Counselling, and today we are going to have a look at what might well be the most important aspect of any counselling, and that is the relationship between a client and their counsellor or therapist. So far in this, uh, I want to say, series, we've looked mostly at the logistical side of getting to counselling, what it physically looks like, and trying to address some of the emotional difficulties and anxieties that can come with actually getting into counselling in the first place. Now that we're a dozen episodes in, though, we can actually have a look at the real meat of the issue. Because research shows more and more that it's the relationship between client and counsellor more than any other factor in the counselling process that will determine whether or not the client walks away feeling like they've addressed the issues they came to address. It's not the only factor, of course, but without a strong, safe, trusting, intimate relationship between the counsellor and the client, none of it's going to work. And that's why when you turn up to your early counselling sessions, your counsellor or therapist is really going to be going out of their way to foster a good relationship between the two of you. They're going to go out of their way to make sure that you feel safe, that you're comfortable, that you feel able to talk about pretty much anything without fear of anybody else finding out. All of the things that we've spoken about in previous episodes, because they know that without that relationship in place, they're not going to be able to do their job properly. On a side note, that's why so many counsellor websites and profiles go out of their way to actually tell you how safe you will be with that person, because they know that they've got to try and get that relationship building from the moment you see their photograph. And in a way, that's what this podcast is doing. It's building a relationship up between you and me, so if you decide to give me a call, we've already got something to work on. So with all that in mind, why is the relationship actually that important? The easiest way to look at it would probably be to consider what the therapy would be like without a good relationship in place. You wouldn't feel able to divulge all of the things that are bothering you. You would have no interest in hearing anything that that person has to say. And you'd spend most of your sessions thinking how much you dislike this person, rather than thinking about how you yourself can feel better about whatever it is you came to talk about. But if you do have that relationship in place, you get all of those benefits, as well as, crucially, having somebody you feel is on your side. And for a huge number of people, having somebody on their side is just a completely new experience. For them, that could be the therapy right there. That might be all they need just to pick them up slightly. But regardless of why you're there or how your counsellor works, the relationship is never going to be static. It's not a case of, let's build a relationship to begin with and then we can forget about it later on. It's going to change and evolve moment to moment, session to session. Every time you open your mouth, every time your counsellor opens their mouth, the relationship is going to change somehow. What is likely to happen is that the relationship between you will probably take on one or other of a few actually quite predictable patterns. I'm actually going to leave the bulk of that topic for next week's episode, because it's quite a big subject for discussion. 
What I will say is that, to a certain extent, the counsellor will be approaching their work and their relationship with you from various different directions, depending on their training and their theoretical approach. If they're a person-centred counsellor, they will be all about fostering the relationship, making sure that empathy, unconditional positive regard and congruence are at the forefront of everything they do and say. The client is the expert in their own lives and the counsellor is more a facilitator of change than an instigator of it. More psychodynamic or psychoanalytic counsellors will be much more, let's say, professional in their approach. They're the experts. You tell them what's going on and they will offer interpretations of the situation and draw your attention to various links between the past and the present and any defence mechanisms that might have developed over time. And then there's the more cognitive behavioural approach in which the therapist will essentially act like a teacher. They'll sit you down, talk you through the problem and help you come up with a solution. They'll even set your homework to do between sessions. Of course, there are dozens of other approaches and methodologies, and they'll each have their own specific take on how the therapeutic relationship should work. But to be honest, 99 out of 100 of them will be a variation of one of those three. So if you're sitting there listening to this and pretty much know what kind of relationship you'd like with a counsellor, that'll help you decide. As I've said, it's not the be-all and end-all. The counsellor's personality and your personality are just as important, if not more important, than the counsellor's approach. But it's a starting point. And on that starting point, we'll probably end this week's episode. Next week, we'll have a look in a bit more detail at how the relationship will work actually in session. So try and contain your excitement for the next week. As usual, thank you so much for joining me. If you feel you or somebody you know could benefit from counselling, please do get in touch. My website is www.monomythcounselling.co.uk. You'll find plenty of information there, as well as my contact details. And other than that, have a good week, and I'll speak to you next time. You take care.